My name's Ivan, and I'm a scientist by day and a writer by night. And I'm Daniel, I'm a neuromuscular therapist, and I run my own practice. And you're listening to the weekly podcast, Journey to Wherever. Enjoy the show. <clears throat> oh, golly, look at that. <laughs> nice and early in the morning. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whatever time you listen to us. It feels like everything for me right now. Episode... 36 of the journey to wherever my name is daniel can you hear yourself there need can, a mic can, mic correction can you hear me can you hear me still I, yeah you're fine yeah, man yeah, yeah 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 i'm good all right how are you man mate i'm i'm ready to rock and roll are you really yep <laughs> <laughs> today's a very like it was definitely hit a milestone today oh no i don't know if we hit a milestone we've just hit reached new heights let me just get that caffeine. Or, or new early morning peaks. Well, I got here at 6.59 in the a.m. 6.59 Ready in the a.m. to bring the honey to your ears. I was like, well, golly, I never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> it was early, man. I was like driving here and I was, I don't know, I felt like I had a comedy club going in my car. I was like... A comedy club? Yeah, I tend to talk to myself when I'm super tired. Like, okay. as in like... Is this like a hysteria thing? That's that, Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Is, I, it, I is tend it a to way just, to deal with the uh, um, fatigue? I think so. Okay. I tend to just go super silly with myself and I just like talk to myself and as i'm driving i just like make these weird noises and mm, sounds with my voice and stuff well, like you that. greeted me with like a midwestern I don't know, accent just, this morning which, oh. I was, which i was pretty impressed with well, you know. considering your hungarian royalty listen <laughs> we can't talk about that do you want it to pretty interesting do you want to uh, is it okay if we share it on the podcast i i guess i know it's validated but i don't know come on Look, yeah, but I'm just afraid that if I kind of declare it and then something well, goes wrong, you're not declaring it. You just then they might claim me to like the throne and like you know, I don't know. Someone want to being... challenge you to a duel? Yeah, to maybe to be like Earl or something. <laughs> no. King Slajev. Look, I, I, look. When I was some, I was looking up my um like a bit of a family like a name history thing of like our name and that and like the, the heritage of my last name comes from a Hungary, so it's a Hungarian name, okay. the last name from a few generations back. Yeah, but there's multiple different spellings for the same name but they kind of like mean the same thing though i think so this yeah. is what i don't know it's about not validated right i'm not sure but there's there's lots of different um ways of kind of sounding it but i always remember growing up like i was told that like their family line comes from like this noble type nobility like a noble person from okay. back in hungary like years and years and years ago right mm -hmm. you know multiple generations back and I was always interested in it. And they were like, yeah, you know, there's this statue over there in Hungary and it's like a like a Szilagyi type statue. I think they call it like Szilagyev or something along those lines, right? When they pronounce it in Hungarian. Yeah. And I was always interested in it. I was trying to do some research to see like, where is this thing? Like, what what is it? What it's about? And things like that. And then I ended up looking up like the last name and like the, the variations of the spelling about how it was pronounced back then and, and all that. And it turns out that the the... The, there was a lady and her name, the English, I guess, English translation of it was Elizabeth Silagi mm -hmm. or Silagi or however they want to pronounce it then. And her son, uh, Matthias, ended up becoming the king of Hungary, mm. um, among other places. And yeah. I was like, well... <laughs> sounds good enough to sounds me. Sounds good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... There's, there is heaps of Silagis out course, there. Of course, of like, course. Now, now there is, like... Back, I didn't know how many there were, but I've started to look into it and I've got like a few now that I kind of interact with online that are like, you know, they even say like, oh, hey, cousin, like they, it's, they, they listen, they, you know, they obviously see what I put out online and stuff and, yeah. and follow along. And Cause it's not a, it's not a common Slavic 
it's surname. Not, well, no, but there is a few that from from like migrating across different parts of the world. Yeah, you know, a lot of a, a lot of the Salaji people ended up migrating to like you know obviously different parts, and they've kind of just settled wherever they are, and yeah. then they've obviously started their families. So, but they all kind of come from that one central area of like you know yeah around that part of Europe, and then. Uh, that I just the name the last name was just interesting and I was like oh okay you know I'm I'm pretty cool with that so you know nice it's good to be part of royalty take a knee <laughs> <laughs> bend the knee <laughs> I got a funny story to share just quickly okay um, I know my client won't mind sharing this but she's got uh, um she's really into her dogs okay okay um loves her dogs and and she um she's found she always gets. She's always had this type of particular dog. Yeah. And so every time one of them kind of like, you know, gets to that, you know, 12, 13, 14 years of age, they, and they kind of just, you know, eventually pass on. Yeah. She gets the same kind of dog, but as okay. a puppy. It's yeah. just her thing. And um, she's found that this dog has been a bit um, like precious. Okay. Like a bit, like a bit more kind of like doesn't like this type of food, doesn't like this kind of stuff, prefers more this kind of walk, and doesn't like interacting with these kind of dogs. Oh, really? It's like really like kind of like unusual person, really like unusual personality, personality for a dog, okay. right? And so she was at this. This is a this is a few months ago now. Like this is like probably even late last year. Um, she goes and sees this other practitioner for for some other type of therapy, but in the same practice there was this um, dog psychic. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. A dog psychic. A dog whisperer. I guess. Okay. Right. I'm, and I'm um. And and so you know she's like oh oh let me just go on you know out of curiosity let me just go and talk to this talk to the lady da 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 she's like oh sounds like an interesting dog bring the dog in and then you know it was all a bit kind of like you know not woo woo but a bit. I think I know where you're about to take this. I'm curious. <laughs> okay. So she's like, yeah, the dog's a bit like this. She's, she's like, I don't know. No issues with the dog, but it's just interesting how the dog has this particular personality. Yeah. So apparently this particular dog's parents or grandparents were like a part of royalty. As in part of the royal family? A, a royal, royal, f- a royal family, family of somewhere. some sort. Yeah. Part- really? Yeah. And this so, is the breed line of And this is the dog. breed line. So this dog was brought into some form of royalty and it was very kind of like a real kind of like, you know, dog. But obviously over the time, it kind of gets breeded with other breeders. And, you know, I think it was like either great. How do you, what's a, what's a grandparent for a dog? Grandparent? I don't know. Maybe a great or a, a great grandparent or something like that. Grandpa. Grand grandpop. Grand dog. Grandpop. I don't know. Grandpup. And uh yeah, so this dog was uh um acting this way because it's uh <laughs> it was royalty. So Interesting. <laughs> I well, found that for, I found uh, that quite bizarre, but Well, I'm I'm really glad that you've uh Shared that story. Shared the uh, or went from dog, king of uh, Hungary uh, to the royalty royal, dog. A royalty of, of dogs compared to me, you know, being of, <laughs> of royal descent. Um, I just thought since we're on the topic, I'd share. Okay, it. I think share. it's really interesting. Um, I, I'm fascinated. It's, it's, I think it's especially because I've been like fully, and I was mean you were talking about this last night. I've been fully into like the series of like Vikings, and I'm like fascinated by that whole era and that whole, just that whole time about how things happened and then how different people's you know different statuses in different areas and where they come from and why they battled and the views that they held and you know the the the, just the just the way life was at that time yeah um and i just go down this spiral of a rabbit hole and just start reading lots of going down into history and and stuff um, you know i I think it's 
somewhere along the lines, someone somewhere has probably got some connection to some sort of a, you know, other a royal family or some nobility or some, yeah, you know, whether it be like a a leader of a country or something. There'd, there'd be some number of degrees of separation that people have. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just really interesting. Yeah, so, I think so too. I like I go, I go down rabbit holes and stuff like that too. But uh, yeah, so. Did we say episode 36 and hi everyone and this and that? Or did we just dive straight in? Um, it's too late now, but I'm just curious. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of did, but I think, I think, I'll, I think, yeah, we did. I'm pretty sure we did. Okay. But anyways, episode 36. Yeah, we are. We're eight minutes 36. in. We're just kind of, and, we're warming um, up. We're warming up. I've got my cup of coffee here, so I'm, I'm getting, because last episode I listened back and I felt like even though it was 11.30 at night and we started recording, <laughs> Jeez, I felt we, like I had a reasonable amount of energy. I've just realized we went from <clears throat> a, the last two episodes from like 11-ish on a Friday night to now 7 a.m. Well, I think it was on a, what sa- on a Saturday was morning because last night it was like 11.30 p.m. or some close to like 11, mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever time it was. And you were like, man, we better go because we're going to be back up at again. Well, that's like why I said hours. to you last night. I was like, uh, and here we are. I was like, uh, you good? Because we're going to see each other in about uh, six and a half hours. Yeah, I literally put my alarm on. It was like the five. It like, tells you how long you've got left. And it was like five hours. Oh, really? <laughs> my old phone like, used to do oh, that too. Oh, man. <laughs> that's all right. I, I, it's much easier to do it in the morning, but the, sh- the show certainly has to go. I'm fully dedicated to doing it, so I will warm up as we get along. Yeah. Uh, it's not that, um, you know, for any other reason, then I other still than- have sleep in my eyes and, um, <laughs> you know, the dew's still dripping down from my eyelashes and, uh, you know, the sun's rising. Awesome. Well, let's switch gears a little bit. So, I'll s- <clears throat> I've been the last couple of... <laughs> I want to say just the last couple of weeks. It's been on and off for a few years now where... Without trying to sound too wanky, okay? Wanky. Like, it's just like dicky. You know what I mean? You know how I was telling you on the way here? Yeah. I was like having this comedy show thing in my head. Yeah. You're like, all right, well, let's just get into it. In my head, I was like, hit me with your best shot. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is literally the vote. <laughs> Some good vocals there, man. <laughs> no, it's not. I can't sing if my life depends oh, on Oh, gosh. Anyways. A terrible singer. Um, you were th- the other day, yeah. Well, not, it's, it's just been going on for a while, and mm. you know how, like in, in in my practice, I do, I guess, a slightly different approach. I have my philosophy is a little bit different in uh, physical therapy and how I approach the, um, the treatment of one client. Yeah, and my, I guess, if you call it overall philosophy technique approach, is unique to some degree. So, um, I guess, in a sense, I've got this. You know, you would call it. Um, IP, like intellectual property mm. of some sort. And it's kind of like, it's one of those things that definitely in the future, I'd like to put together in a course of yeah. some sort and um, teach it yeah. eventually when I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. The key question is, I don't know when I'm ready. Yeah. And this is the battle, especially in nowadays where it's, especially with social media, especially with like things like YouTube channels, it's, it's all very content rich. Yes. Uh, and to in, in order to provide content-rich information, mm-hmm. it often has to come, become quite deep. It can't be superficial. Yep. It can't be, oh, let me tell you this little bit about myself and what I do so that I can lure you in. Mm. People see straight through that. Now. People want... Nowadays. Nowadays. So, people want the good, like hard, deep cause of people's ideas, yep. ideologies, their types of businesses, the services. They want to know everything. Yeah. Okay. Without paying for it. Without paying for it. Yeah. And I am, 
and I've con and I've gone back and forth from sense from fence sitting to against it to fully for it yep. to fully against it again back on the back on the uh, fence sitting and I, I guess I was met at that roadblock again um, sometime last week where you know one of my patients was like kind of I guess the the wealthier kind and he wants to get into the health space mm-hmm. he's like man we've got to do something with this I've never experienced any treatment like this before your approach is different yada 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 again I'm not trying to like plug myself or anything like that but it's just within my within my space this is what they've they've said and and then we're kind of just like this is what we should do and there's been different types of approaches there's been things like let's get on the internet and do this this and that and or let's just develop something where and do people this. are you're seeing what knowledge you've got and see it as an opportunity to join up and do something with it yes yeah yeah. So, you know, and then there's the likes of like, you know, the Gary V's of the world, yeah. the Kevin Hart's. I'm sure there's a lot more out there that yeah. are like, give, 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 which is good. Like, yeah. I, I, I believe in that aspect as well of yeah, just that model. that model of like, there's no point in holding on to too much information because if you, by doing it that way and spreading the word, eventually it comes down to the core of the person or who spread it. Yeah. Eventually it does. But then I've been, I've come bear witness to certain stories. I've got a, quite a few PTs, exercise physiologists, and even other practitioners of, of other, you know, types of physical therapy yeah. that, you know, follow this model and kind of been burnt in a way mm. because they've given away their hard earned work, something that they've worked for, for quite a long time. And somewhere along the line, because someone else has a little bit more business savviness in them, they're able to take it. They've places. got a little bit more financial backing. Yeah. They've got a little bit more connections. Yeah. They take what that person's got, they creatively hybridize it, yeah. and then they run with it. Yeah. And, and it then that well. person's left with not necessarily nothing, but a product that was is it would be deemed as inferior in comparison. Yeah. They all it's almost like they become like on the Wikipedia page. Yes. Wiki article. It's like, but they're not the this person. This business was founded by whatever this person, this person, this person, and it's it's alleged that the idea came from, and they just they put another person's alleged. name with no link to it. No link to it. It's just it's name. just it's like, John oh. Smith, and that's it. You know what I mean? And they, there's, there's some acknowledgement, but there's no. It's glazed over. I know what you mean. Okay. And then I start thinking like, and then I started looking at to wh- what is the type of person that does this? You know, is it just the Gary V's and the Kevin Hart's? Because then I'm like. You know, like the true entrepreneurial type. Spirit. Yeah, are they, yeah. Are they, these are the people that are pushing the content, content, content. Give everything that you've got. Oh, okay, yeah, I know what you mean. And then there's the type of people like the Bezoses of the world. Yeah. The uh, the Gates, the, yeah. the, the 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 gazillionaires, right? Yeah. You don't see them on there going give, 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 right? Well, I haven't personally. Pro- probably not like in as, your much, face as much as no. much, right? Maybe because they don't need to, right? Because they've just reached this certain yeah. uh, platform where they don't have to. And then there's like, do you get to, I was kind of asking myself the question, do you get to a point where you are, you don't really care about giving IP because you've on a financial perspective made it. So you're comfortable with giving IP or do you just go stuff? I don't, I don't know what point I'm at, but I'm just going to give it anyways and I guess hope for the best. I think it's a few different models. So, so anyways, the reason why I asked is because I wanted to kind of get your yeah, opinion. So I think We've spoken a- about this before <clears throat> a few times, but I thought it would be good to share on the podcast. So I think there's a few different things. One of them is that if you're, if you're, if you've got something that's very unique that yeah. you know you, that 
would because look, I, I I agree. There's probably not no new idea ever around. It's, it's all hybridizations rare. of the They're original all, exactly. idea. There's a lot of hybridizations, and nothing's probably original and unique as much. I'm sure there is still those things that still come up. Yeah, and people have the ideas, but if they've, if it's come in their mind and then someone else think about it, thinks about it, it's no longer original because someone's thought about it. It's just that there's a certain number of people out there that are willing to take an idea and have the resources or can find resources or have a really good ability to come up with resources in some way in order to execute on an idea and then it comes to fruition right yes so i think those people who kind of what would be the word um they they're kind of like they routinely uh that's their that's the kind of their their bread and butter way is they're constantly out on the hunt for new ideas they're constantly out on the you know, looking in the market to see what's new, what can I invest in, what can I do? Uh, and then they take an idea and they run with it. And they constantly do this on cycle, right? Yeah. Those type of people probably aren't romanticized to the whole IP thing. It's like, it's an idea. I can take it and make it something, make it something and see yeah. where it goes. Yeah. So they don't really care yeah. in some regards, right? Mm-hmm. Then there is those that if it is like, you know, you know, in your case where you're, you're, a therapist and you're doing something that's quite un- unique in the way you do it. Yeah. Um, it's very easy for someone to kind of like bastardize the whole process. Yes. If they just take it and then run with it, right? Yeah. If I put it into the context of like the whole martial arts thing when I was back, you know, when I used to do it, it was very much like that mm-hmm. in those. It's like that's why there was very distinct styles and people, it was like you couldn't learn it. It wasn't taught in a book at one point. Like yeah. no one shared the secrets. Like yeah. there's any secrets in martial arts, but yeah. they, they make it so sound so mystical, so that it's like you, you have don't to approach know what you have to specific. go to, and you got to learn about it. And then, you know, you know, God forbid you ever left the school and taught somebody else your skills. Like it's like it it becomes this sacrilege thing. You know, long long time ago. Yeah. Um, but then it got to a point where it's like, well, the internet kind of commoditized this whole thing, and then the whole capitalism thing approach came along, where it's like, well. It's just business. Like if people want to make money out of it, they'll ride with it and they'll do it. Yeah. And I think we've gotten to a point where we're probably already past that point now Mm -hmm. for a lot of things, just because to your point before, you can pretty much YouTube search now, not even Google search, YouTube search whatever you want and get a reasonable video. Yeah. On a topic, whatever it is that you're trying to, you know, whether it's how do you make pillows to I want to build a rocket to, you know, how do I make crayons? Yeah. Um, you know, I want to start a water filtration company. Like you can pretty much do it. Yes. Um, and I agree with it. I yeah. agree with giving as much information as possible. So, as well. and I'm probably of the view now where I'm like at first, and I, look, I, I used to have this mentality, you know, 15 years ago or something where I pretty much wrote an entire book, which I never put out about what I used to teach. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And all it is now is waiting for all these pictures to go inside to say, these are the different demonstrations of the moves and stuff, but I never released it at the time. Mm -hmm. That was at the early advent of YouTube. So back in though, back in when I was running the classes originally in like 2008 ish, Mm -hmm. um, I think YouTube started in 06, maybe around about then. 05, 06. So, you know, I'd put a video out back then and like YouTube was like, it was very much creators like that. You were putting out these random videos and you got like a reasonable number of views pretty quick. Mm-hmm. But, Especially in the early days. Yeah. And if you put out, like you could basically go on there. It was like an absorption. Like you were just looking this absorption pad of stuff. You just can't, if there was a video on it. was there, like legitimate it. videos. It was just, it wasn't yeah. just something like just random stuff caught on an iPhone. Like so, some, of it, some of it was but a lot of it I think wasn't. YouTube production is getting a lot better than what it was. It was much more amateurish back then. But, yes. Um, 
And you could go on there and pretty much get whatever you want. And if someone was giving a lot of information away, it stood out. Mm. Like if there was an instructor at the time that was teaching a lot of these like the techniques that you would otherwise pay for in a school, you're like, wow, they're just giving this away? Like yeah. it really stood out. Whereas now it's like, but I want more. Mm-hmm. Like sh- show me more. Show and if you more. don't, you go to the next link. Yeah. And that whole thing page where you go to like a website, it's like, you know, do you want to access this? Click now for a one-time fee and then you go in and you get yeah. Like, it's a dying model. Yes. Um, and I think giving away as much information as you can now is certainly beneficial. And if I was to ever start again and run another martial arts school, I would, would literally do. give away the entire curriculum online for free. Okay. I, I knew- Because I think people people are gravitated now not to what the necessarily the content or mm-hmm. what they're learning, but mm-hmm. who they're learning it from. Yeah. Okay. I think human interaction now yeah. and being able to be connected to the person who is claiming what they're saying yeah. and having direct access is much more valuable almost than the content itself. Mm-hmm. And it probably comes down to whoever is better at engaging with whoever's consuming the content or learning it. Wins. Who wins. Yes, that's of course. What I, no, we'll I, I 100% to. agree with you. I, I had a feeling that's what you're going to say. And you put it put it together really well. I guess I'm going to throw a few spanners in there. So this is on the base that this is your like, although a passion, yeah, it was your it's your side thing, yeah. Okay, it's not your bread and butter, yeah. And would you approach it differently if it was just your bread and butter? And that's how you made your money. Not just I'm I'm hi I'm I'm. I'm, you know, it, it Lisa really and I, and I make, industry. you know, I'm Lisa and I make special cupcakes. It depends on the but industry. But Lisa's a, a lawyer nine to five on Monday to Friday. Yeah, it depends so, on the industry. Yeah, it does I depend think, on the industry. I think that for for your sector, like what you're involved in. Yeah. We try and keep it as general as possible, but yeah. Yeah, but just for, for something where it's like, if you're if you're interacting with people on like a health level, I think it, it, it people play a part in maintaining that industry. Yeah. And the professionals in it need to maintain that industry mm. for the stand that it is. And I think that if they give out too much stuff, it could get watered down and people don't do the right thing with the information. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, uh, you know, a, a brain surgeon won't go out on YouTube. Well, they, they do a lot of these videos. They do they, talks. They do talks and stuff. But because it's so regulated, the gates to get in there, you can't just do it anyway. Yeah. So there's a level of... But the health, the health space is a little bit more looser with their requirements and legalities yeah so but, you can kind it, but of just... i'm saying that still kind of fits in that area for me yeah. right yeah so i think there's a level of probably due diligence to how much stuff should get put out mm-hmm. um but i i still think it's valuable for information to, to still go out to people even if it's not necessarily like do you hold back some um some of the some of the technical aspects on some things about how to execute on a certain technique yeah I would think so. Yeah. Um, like, for example, if, you know, there's an electrician that's talking about, like, how to engineer some sort of a computer board or something. Yeah. If to they make, to know make that, power know, efficient and whatnot and all that exactly, kind of stuff. If they know that the golden egg is like, you know, connect five this, steps, connect this, this to wire this, to this, this, to this, and this, and this. You can say that. But if someone's like, but how do I do that specifically? Yeah. And they know that that is their bread and butter and that's how they make it because people call them up and do it. I think it's it's not bad for you to hold on to that because if you release it and there's yeah. a chance that everybody can go, oh, well, I'm going to do that. It's going to shut your business down the next day. Yeah. You'd be silly to do that. That's yeah. the whole thing about retaining IP. Yes. 
Um, and there's nothing wrong with doing that. I yeah. think that's how people, that's why IP exists. Yes, that's right. Because it's people's livelihood. Well, you've, that's how I you've see it You've found a way, you've invested your time and your skills to get to a certain thing. Yeah. It makes sense that you, because you've put in the effort, yeah. retain that. Otherwise, you know, anyone could just come along and be like, well, I haven't put in the 15 years of blood, sweat and tears, but I know the technique. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go off and, and sell it. And it's like, earn it. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? And it's not about the whole glorifying the earning part. It's mm-hmm. just validating what you've put your hard work into yeah yeah um i, I kind of and like it this keeps profession people professional professional too. this is the thing that keeps people professional you don't want to water down the product and then at the same time this is there's a there's a real slight kind of devaluation of the of whatever it is that you're trying yeah. to, to do as well so there's a real key balance and it's kind of like you kind of get like I've, I've had these you know you kind of network meetings with other you know people in the health space and it's always divided yeah. how much to give everyone wants to give everything some people hold on to everything again it's 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 still quite mixed and it's yeah. it's confusing because it's like well how much of it do you give yeah do you know what i mean and the thing with an idea or 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 this is my view um or a unique philosophy of some sort isn't judged by the person that's created it yep. it's judged by those who think it's unique so it's like what i'm trying to say is if you've created a, a new way of doing something you only know it's unique when you've done it to a few people and they say to you like your clients your customers your your patrons they'll tell you oh wow this is something different mm. and if you constantly get that same response this is different this is different this is different this is different then they're telling you that you know this is legitimately different. Yeah. And then there's those who go, you know what? I feel like what I've just created, this is different. Mm. But they haven't gone to execute a way to give people this product mm-hmm. or this service. Mm-hmm. So they don't know if it's different. So mm-hmm. I feel like those people need, especially if, if their type of um, industry or whatever it is they're trying to do can be um, recorded and put on the internet, it probably should. Mm-hmm. Because then in the comments section or people that approach you are going to tell you, mm. oh, I've seen this before. Yeah, no, this is, you know, this is crap or mm. no, this is really good. I think the people tell you. And it's at that point when you realize that you get this consistent response of uniqueness. Oh, this is this is so amazing. Yeah. That's when you maybe pull back just a little bit yeah. and then assess what you can give and what you shouldn't give. Yeah. That's how I'm seeing it at the moment. Mm. But then it's like, but this is that part of me that just wants to just flood it and just record it and just give it but then i'm like does that going to devalue what i do and long term is that the best is that is that the long term is that the best um option because it's like i'm doing it now because am i just feeding the the ego of putting it out there and the and the urge of wanting to just create something without putting the proper and you know the the right diligence in planning but then there's also that whole fact of am i over planning am i overthinking are those things where you start to kind of think where's the fine line here you know i'm in a sense i'm i know where i stand but i'm i know a lot of people that listen to this podcast and i know a lot of people that are in the same position and they're just as stuck as me i kind of feel like it'd be good to kind of give them that you know what's the right when is the right way if it's someone's bread and butter like if they're if not their side gig if it's not their side gig if it's their full-time thing and this is what they do and they've got a unique selling point that other people don't have yeah or they've got some sort of an ip or some sort of a uh, a technique of doing something or they know how to do something differently to others and that's what really drives how they do their business i think they should hold on to that how much of it all of it 
all of it. To an okay, extent. so this is a different tone to what you were saying before. No, all of it is in the technical aspects of the execution of what they do. Yeah. A lot of the information around how you get to it, what feeds into that process or the skill that you're doing. So, yeah. for example, if you know how to... If let's just picture, because uh, plumbing's you can go online and look up how to fix an S bend on a pipe. Yeah. If you're a plumber, right? Yeah. Like that, you, but you pay for the person to come and do it because it's very convenient for them to do it. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, but if I break the pipe, like I don't know what other pipe to buy. What what, what glue do I use to kind of glue it together? And yeah. I don't know. I don't have the tape in case I've got to seal some screw. Like people don't have that stuff, right? Yeah. And it's just easier to pay someone for time. Yeah. But if it, if you look back, you know, fifty years or more than that, again, like two hundred years when before it was invented, it's like only a certain person knew how to do that skill, mm-hmm. right? And they probably became very well off when they invented that right then and then, right? Yeah. As time goes on, for the benefit of everybody, yes, a lot of people learnt it. But I think that if that was their bread and butter and they knew it and they needed that skill, there was nothing wrong with them holding onto it because they put the effort in to learn it. Yeah. If they taught everyone, the next day they go bankrupt. That's right. That is not a good idea. Yeah, you've got to you've got to be real about it. People can be kind of like, yes, it's good and well when people are like, nah, give it all away for free. Give it all away for free. Like, I understand it on the big picture. Yes, and I'm all for like shit being fully vulnerable. Even like when I write and stuff now, I'll just put it all on the table. Like, there's no point polishing. Because there it are those industries it. where it is all on the table. In a sense, it almost has to be. Yeah, because you know you might have. I don't like using the word competitors, but you've got similar like-minded people yes. and it's, it's, a, it's a race to a finish line yes. of some sort. So you almost got to beat them to it. So in, in a situation like, I know you're saying not like you just, you're talking generally as well, but in a situation where similar to what yours is, I personally wouldn't be going and just giving it all away. Yeah. Um, I, it's very, you know, if there's a lot of, if for example, someone's like, oh, I've got a sore elbow, right? Most yeah. people can, if I write in sore elbow now, I could probably guarantee you the first thing that would come up on YouTube would be something like, Oh, the tennis stuff. elbow or what's yeah. it, what do you call those? It's called ten- lateral epicondylitis. So there'd be so something ten- like that. Elbow. But most yeah. people would go, oh, maybe I've got tennis elbow. I've got a sore arm. I hit it on my funny bone. Like, and they'll get a shitload they of information right? though. But they'll be able to go on there and look up in black. Like, oh, and they've whatever name you just said, right? Yeah. Um, they'll be like, oh, so that sounds like what it is. And what does that mean? Yeah. Well, it means that this, this and this, and this is linked to this by this ligament and tendon and nerve and this kind of like... You know the language of it. Yeah, yeah, I know, what you're, I know what you're trying to say. That information is valuable for people to learn because and that information I've got context, is, 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 right? is normal anyways. It's, it's standard it, information. It's it's standard information now, but once it wasn't, it's now you'd have free to buy, for everyone you'd have to, to buy get it. like a textbook or something like that to exactly, get it. Exactly, right? Yes, right? Whereas now you can go on and get it. Yeah. So I think that kind of information is valuable to keep giving out, and people like that contextual information to keep giving it out. Mm-hmm. If people know that there's like 10 ways that you can improve or fix that thing. Lateral epicondylitis, yeah. If you've got whatever that is, right? LE. Mm-hmm. If you've got... <laughs> if you're suffering call from it tennis LE, elbow, yeah. Call it tennis elbow, right? Yeah. If you've got tennis elbow and there's like, I'm, I don't know, hypothetically 10 things to fix it and you are like the 10th thing and you know that your 10th thing is yeah. really going to fix it, yeah. right? Because you just know what you're doing, right? Yeah. But the other nine things are probably going to improve quality of life and for 50% of people, it'll be enough. Yeah. Okay. It, because it's not that not that big of a deal. Like it's minor. Yeah. A few exercises will probably fix it. However, you know, if it's progressed a certain way, step eight, nine, and ten, which is what you hold, will fix it. So, but you, it's gonna it's gonna cost them a fee because it's gonna you take up the your carrot? time. Do you dangle you, the carrot? The, the the free information is the preceding steps one to seven. Yeah. But do you dangle that? Do you dangle the carrot of eight, nine, ten? Yeah, of course. But is again, does a does that go back to the point? As long of, as it's done within when, when we say dangle the carrot, as long as it's done within the right 
confines of what you can and can't it's legally it's, say. It's tricky sometimes. And, and advertise. You've got to follow guidelines for whatever industry somebody's in. Yeah. But I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, look, if you, but if you suffer for if you suffer this if you continue to suffer, this is what the whole thing is like, consult your healthcare practitioner. Yeah. Like your healthcare professional or your that's, physician, that's whatever the country That's you're the in. trickiest part. Yeah. Because sometimes we if you if you stop at seven, you're not completing the information. Because with someone's unique philosophy, one to seven is a build up to eight, nine, ten. Yeah, but what so if, so it's it kind of like you stop at seven and it's like, hold on a second, that doesn't make any sense. But if you teach them eight, nine, and ten, eight, nine, and ten. If yeah. you teach them eight, nine, and ten, they go, oh well, that seems pretty easy. There's a picture here. Yeah, I'm gonna go on like push here and press there and prod here and pull this and twist that. And yeah. they'll be like, oh, do I twist it clockwise or anti-clockwise? Yeah, of course. Do I press really hard or or a little bit hard? Yeah. And then they do it and they go, oh, this doesn't fucking work. Then they literally just diluted your whole thing and then it just discredits whatever you said anyway. Yes, that's right. So then people just disregard it and then it doesn't help more people than it could have anyway. Mm, mm. So I think it, 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 things have to be retained for a reason, but there's nothing wrong with giving the one to seven because probably for 80% of the people, the one to seven will help anyway. Yeah. So you're still helping people. Yeah. Okay. And the and the, for the seven, eight, for the eight, nine and 10 portions of the whole thing, it's like those people might actually need it and go, well, I'm glad this person, this uh, they've built up credit now. Mm-hmm. They've shown that they know what they're talking about. I've got a level of trust there. That's who I want to call now so because I trust that person and it's a mechanism to find you anyway. Yeah. So essentially what we're trying to say is um, give a very good portion of it, like in Away. general. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I realize that too. It's, yeah. You, you, have, you can't just kind of hold it all in and be like, here's my weekend course. Come and see me and charge them a gazillion dollars. Yeah. Because one, on a marketing perspective, it's not going to work yep. because you haven't put something out there. Yeah. You've got to put something out there. And, and just the way everything is now, no one's going up to their local yellow pages looking for a weekend course. Yeah. It's all just free on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook. And they get as much as they can enough to the point where they go, you know what? I think I might subscribe or yeah. I think I might buy. He's coming to Sydney, so I might do that thing and whatnot. It's just, it is, it's, it's, it's a funny one. It's kind of tricky, you know. It's like, like I said, I've had uh, colleagues of mine that have done it and some have worked out really well and some, some have fallen in the trap that has worked out well. But, um, see, it's like worked, it's worked out well to a point where they're now they're stuck. They're in this like, not a trap, but it's working, but they've kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, you, you hear of those deals where like, like for example, like with um, the movie, The Founder with the McDonald's thing, yeah. right? They're kind of like, these, he's got this thing now yep. and it's because it's become mainstream. Well, someone was able to take it and really ride with it. Really ride with it. But now because they're the, the founder, yeah. they've kind of have to run with the, the, the core principles of what the business is about, but now they've become... Now they've become big time. So they've yep. got to control that dual role as yep. well. And this happened to another client of mine where, and I'm without mentioning names, he's like a, he kind of prepares floors, like concrete floors, epoxy floors and stuff. And he's uh, and he's got a, a different, you know, in quotation marks, a ways of bringing out different colors using different flakes. And it's like, it, was, it was very much like a- it Sounds pretty unique in the industry. Yes. And- um, he his technique was um like kind of like was seen on a bigger scale yeah and they're like oh i really i really like this thing and they've kind of taken him on board knowing that he wasn't going to be able to handle the the manage like the the flow of it yeah. and then it kind of just yeah got weaseled out 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And um, and that's that's I was that's a tricky one too, because they kind of gave him the lead, like, oh, this is really good. This is a new way of doing this and laying floors and adding concrete and whatever. And yeah. then because they were like, oh, let's do this together, knowing that he wasn't going to be able to sustain the, yeah. the pressure and the flow, he just kind of just got. I'm always cautious when someone comes along and says, you know, I've got this really good because it's it's the same thing before. Like, I remember years and years ago, someone would be like. You know, if, if you run a martial arts class, for example, and it was like, oh, we, we should like team up and do something together. And I was thinking like, yeah, that's not a good idea. Yes. When you don't. This is the, really this is the next bit I wanted to talk about as well. When you don't really know someone or they've got a certain way of doing something that doesn't align with how you do it. You really have to have enough self-awareness to be like, look, man, I really appreciate what you're saying, but it's not for me. Um, but it's a trap not- a lot of people fall into because that person that approaches you, again, might have the financial backing, yes. might have the contacts in the industry that you need yes. and want. And they know that they're, they're fishing you in. They're yes. hooking you in. Yes. Knowing that, that, that maybe maybe deep down to the core, there is that, oh, I really want to kind of take this and run with it. But they kind of want to, you know, collaborate, so yeah. to speak. A, li- a little bit of a different different angle but probably somewhere similar as far as the model is concerned i'm sure a lot of writers have probably felt like this before the types of writing styles being well they've they've done they've written a book they've they've been a writer for a long time and then someone comes along with a writing deal and says we want to publish your book and we'll we'll give you this amount of money and they're like oh that's a good idea like i can publish but i i know it's worth more but i'm just going to go for that and just do it anyway yeah and then it kind of like could it be seen as is it is it another step stone so that something's professionally out there and some someone else bigger picks it up? Yeah. Or do you wait for the real golden egg and go for it and wait for it and have faith, patience, and patience, and write it out for the really big deal? Or do you think, well, this might be my shot? Sometimes people don't know. Like, well, it's it's. It, I think it, it really depends on how confident <clears throat> are you in what. I don't think you even know how confident you are. I think it's at time of at time of period of your life where you might be approached at a certain time where you like you might be ready for it or you think you're ready for it, but you're like nowhere near and you kind of just jump in unknowingly. Yeah. Um, again, this is like all hypothetical. No one really knows when the right time is, but it's like it's a it's a it's a strategy to understand how much to give, how much to hold on, and I yeah. think I think if you're going into if you're going to make a decision with someone. To, to take one of your ideas forward, you really have to like trust in that person. For example, this podcast, I wouldn't be doing this with anybody else. Like there's there's just no way about it, right? Mm-hmm. There's nobody else that I would trust to sit in front of a mic with continuously each and every week and put out a podcast to people that, you know, are potentially and hopefully one day going to be listened to like, you know, tens and hundreds of thousands of people, right? Yeah. That'd be the goal. There, there's, nowhere, there's no one else that I would be like, comfortable to sit down and do this with nor that i would trust sitting down with besides my wife mm-hmm. um so i think it's v- and, and we didn't dive into this straight away like we had the idea and it was like we, we both sat with it for a while and talked about, about two it years. talked about it yeah. two years and then finally it was like oh let's just do let's it let's do right? it yeah and then you knew the time was right but like you wouldn't just dive straight in with some somebody that you don't know very well or someone just kind of knocks but on your you, door but one you can day. see how easy it is to fall into you that can, chapter because well, what happens is someone ro- knocks on your door and like the movie scene they open up the briefcase and like here's a hundred grand man mm, yeah like i'll take you i'll take you to I'll places take you you've never to been to me before we'll franchise it we'll do this with everyone's like whoa like let's do this yeah. times are tough like I, I you know that's right my kids aren't getting fed this and that and it's like finally someone comes in your doorstep with a golden suitcase really, and instead like, of it being a hundred grand it should have been a million yes yeah. you've got i think it's and look, for the most part, those people are very well off eventually. And you know, if they do the the right thing with it, yeah. Um, but at the same time, if you, 
I think it's okay to be self-aware and, and follow through. And you mentioned some, you something. You mentioned something really good as well. It's under. I think understanding your your um where you sit on the on the pedestal. Yeah. Where you sit in the big picture, you may very well just have enough of the skills to take it to a point where someone else is going to take it from you yep. and take it to the next level. Yes. And that's not because they're, they're smarter than you, but that person couldn't get to where they were going to be yeah. without your foundations. Sometimes that golden suitcase of the 100K suitcase is, 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 is probably is what, you should take. what you should take, take because if it wasn't, you'd probably be already doing it anyway and, so, and you, you wouldn't be needing the, no, the door knock, that's right? That's right. So the person who gets... The, see, this is like very pure teacher now. It's yeah. like, but... <laughs> then maybe the golden suitcase owner deserves to come along and take the idea because they're the one who were the only person able to yeah. take it as far as they did. Yeah. The perfect example was the McDonald's thing, right? Yeah. I don't think that company would have gone the to, way it did. It is right unless now. Unless it went down the model that it went through. That's right. Because that guy came along and he was like, nah, this this burger flipping thing has to change. We need the positions this, this way. We know what people want. I want to queue it up and I don't want people to have to wait more than like... And it did well. They got a system it into place. It got a system in place. And now when you're looking back, now when I go through like McDonald's now, for example, I'm going through drive through It's ruthless as well. For those who haven't watched the movie, watch it. It's, it's really a very good, good movie. It um, makes you think, shit. But I was driving through there, the, how was it, last week? And I, no exaggeration, I'm not lying. I got there into drive through and it was 6.17. Okay. And I ordered like a family box thing. And the yeah. person's like, sorry, I said, can I get the family box with the nuggets? The sorry, one with the nuggets, nuggets one. I go, sorry, we don't we don't do that now. The meals change. We don't have the nugget one anymore. And I was like, oh, all right. Well, what I'll just get a normal one. They go, so what two big burgers and two little burgers do you want? And I was like, hmm. I'm glad I know what a big burger is. And I, I know what a little burger is because yeah. you know the brand. Yeah. So I said it. And they're like, and can I now get an extra pack of nuggets on the top? Yeah. And then throw in a salad on the side. I got around to the window and the lady's like, can I just clarify your order? This is another lady now. She goes, can I just clarify your order? Um, and I'm like, you do the 10 pack nugget on the family meal, don't you? She's like, yeah, yeah, we do. And I'm like, that's what goes, I ordered. So originally. the person told the wrong, like you basically, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. do it. She goes, so you don't want the extra nuggets, right? I'm like, no, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. So I fix it up, got to the next window. They go, can you just pull to the side? Thanks. <laughs> okay. As soon as I get told to pull to the side, I'm like, mayday, mayday. Why are we doing this? Yeah. This is not what the fe- beginnings of McDonald's was about. This it was is, like, this is me bringing back flashbacks of the customer service episode. Yeah, right. But, yeah. It, but it plays to what we're saying yeah, right? yeah, about yeah. really sticking to the good idea, I think, and running with what was good. And when somebody else then comes along, this is the next step. Yeah. And then bastardizes an idea that yes. actually worked. Yes. Once it had kicked off. Yeah. So I pulled to the side and then, remember, I pulled in at 617, pulled mm-hmm. to the side, person walks out, big family box, gives it to the person in front, the person drives off, <laughs> walks back inside, comes out, excuse what, what was your order? The, I'm like, what, oh, the one that you gave to that guy in front of me. The family box, <laughs> this, this, and that. And I had like four, and they go, oh, you get four apple pie thing. It was like a big order. Yeah. And she's like, oh, the other guy got it that just drove off. And I was like, well, all right. <laughs> I knew that always happens. <laughs> and I was like, by this stage, it was like 6.20 something. I was mm. like, all right, no worries. She walked inside. It was pouring down rain too. Oh, okay, just to like, add to it. Pouring down rain. Comes out 10 minutes later or whatever. She's like, sorry, Fjord, it's really late. Like, here it is. Gives it to me. And then she's like, oh, here are the drinks. I'm like, don't worry. I've already got the drinks. You don't need to give me the drinks. So like, she gave you another set of drinks. four drinks. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, look, it's going to be another two minutes for the pies now. Do you mind waiting? I'm like, well, I've already been waiting for 20 minutes. So I'm happy to wait a little bit more. Yeah. I kid you not, I left there at like six, what, six, what was it, like 640 something? Oh, 630 something. It was ridiculous. I was yeah. in drive-thru for half an hour. Yeah. 
in this McDonald's. Well, you were in Park Through, really. I was in Park Through, right? Yeah. I got home. I had the four burgers I ordered, plus another like three or four free burgers thrown in there. <laughs> they just threw everything in there. Yeah. Like, I don't know what. Well, so, in, a, in a good way, they're kind of making up for your loss of time. It was a terrible idea. Well, it was a terrible is it a, bit idea. Of, is it it a terrible, terrible idea? Why is uh, that? Because I do not value their service at all. Because but, I'll tell you why. Because they lost the 45 because the order ended up costing me something like 45 or 37 dollars or something so they threw that away by giving it to the person in front yeah they've made me wait in the parking bay which held up everybody else and the slow business in the line yeah they ended up giving me and i don't know these these burgers cost some pennies i get it yeah but it's the time of preparing it yeah it's the brand now yeah and my whole point of coming to what i'm about to say is i don't value the brand as much as i do mm. and all big brands and we've seen it before. And people said, no, nah, no, nah, they're so big. All big brands do come to an end one day. Mm. We've seen it. We're seeing big companies now. Unfortunately, in the news I've been reading at Target is closing up a lot of their stores and mm-hmm. turning them into Kmart. Yeah. We've seen companies like Toys R Us go from big toy stores. To, like it was to, pinnacle toy stores in Australia. To nothing. To nothing. We've got Liquidation. a little online thing, right? Yeah. In Australia, that was, that was a bad one. Toys R Us. Borders bookstores was massive for me. I used to love going to all Borders and reading books. There's no Borders around here anymore. Gone. Right? Yeah. The there's these big brands. Growing up, we didn't have iPhones. Yeah. We had Nokia. Yeah. I mean Nokia was huge for us growing up. Yeah. Right? It was the thing, man. It was the thing, right? And I don't it was know different. It was Nokia, but it was different types of Nokias. In the last well. ten years, I've known one person to have a Nokia. Mm. And Nokia attempted the uh uh, touch phone type thing and they just didn't it just, did, just, it just didn't, didn't work so, and you, uh, if you told me 10 years ago like air like, sorry 25 years ago everyone had a Nokia it was huge and you would say Nokia's gonna like, go down nah, you're like nah man Nokia's look at everybody pull out your phone everyone had a Nokia be huge and yeah, the look, next I, company that this could eventually happen to eventually would be someone like McDonald's know, McDonald's well, they own too much real which would be unfortunate they own too much real estate not I love to, to the go brand down. Right? they own way too much real estate to go down but I think to your point you're saying is well, on a side note, I think personally, McDonald's has got. I don't. I don't think they really care, to be honest, because they just not that they don't really care. I think they've just gotten to a pinnacle of fast food that it's always going to. They're like gap fillers now, and people are okay with that. You know, they they tried the whole eat in, create your own bullshit, and it didn't work. And their brand they, is so big, it's. I don't think it's going anywhere. That's that was going to be my original point. Is they had a model. Yeah. Someone was able to ride with it really well. Yeah. They did and along the it way, got it just... to a long a good place. And then now it's kind of changing again. So yeah. my point is someone can take a good idea, the golden suitcase. Yeah. They're able to ride it there. I think it takes a certain type of person to be able to maintain that because if they're not there, it goes downhill. Yeah. Apple's the same, unfortunately. Like Steve Jobs was Apple. Mm. He did everything really, really well in Apple. He left. Apple went downhill. Yeah. They put him back on. And he went really, really well again. Yeah. And now he's not there anymore. And it's not what I wouldn't it, buy not an what Apple if you gave it to me for free now. Yeah. Well, I would, but <laughs> I just I'd buy an Apple Mac computer. Yeah. But I'm just super disappointed. Like you know, ever yeah. since my especially I don't want to talk about my watch, but <laughs> we have already. Yeah. Like it's just. Yeah. Look. I don't know why I brought that up. Like, like, bringing it back to the whole IP thing, I think we're trying to we're trying to more so um, adhere to the uh, I guess the small to medium sized businesses, those who feel like they have something different to um, yeah. to share, or well, not sure to share, but to, to give and something you know. It's like going back to that thing, and it's like like Gary V, for example. We listen to Gary V a lot, yeah, and I think the guy's super cool. He's yeah. he's a maniac, but he's super cool. Okay, and. 
there are a lot of times I watch a lot of it. He does these real cool videos now on Instagram where he gives you the grab right at the start and then he, whoosh, he brings that thing back and then he tells you the whole movie, the yeah. whole uh, clip, right? Yeah. And there's, there's sometimes there where he's talking and I'm like, yes, yes, like, yes, 100%. Yeah. And there's other times, especially with IP, where I'm like, no. Where he gives away too much? Well, not him, but he's telling someone. Someone's talking to him, hey, Gary Vee, I've got this thing and this issue and I've got that. And he's just like, it's he's so dead focused on give, 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 where he's not analyzing or breaking down the person in front of him. And all he will say as a copy book now is, you're thinking too much. You're holding on to things. You're procrastinating. You need to work. And and that person gets inspired by it. And I can kind of see what it is. It could be Sally's cupcakes. It could be, you know, uh, John's type of rendering walls. Yeah. Whatever it might be. Yeah. And that person might legitimately have a real fine technique yeah. of doing something that's different to everybody else. Yes. It could be the way he's manufactured his own little scapula and, and to, to spread the, the render. It might You're be- such a therapist, a spatula, not a scapula. What did I say? Scapula. Scap- did I say scapula? Yes. Oh shit, spatula, sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> you could probably use a scapula, but anyways. <laughs> Same shape. <laughs> Same shape. Um, do you know where I'm going with this though? It's like- I know exactly what you're And he, he just jumps straight. He doesn't, he doesn't sit and ask- enough questions to break that person's um, idea down or their concept. And it might not, be, not might not be an idea. His business might be fully fledged and going. He just hasn't been able to take it to that next level. And he, Gary Vee's uh, input is give, 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 give. Yes. And sometimes I watch that and I'm like, no, nah, he probably shouldn't. You I know? think for some people that need to kick up the ass, it's more like they're just not doing enough in general. And it's like, you just need to put something out. Yeah. Or understand what piece of the puzzle you are. You yeah. might be the foundation, the technique driver, but you might not be the person that goes out there and spreads the word well. Yeah. You might not be a great talker. Yeah. You know, might not be the great marketer of. So, like a lot, I think with IP as well, a lot of a lot of it is um, not selfishness, but is uh, fear based. And I think with IP as well, it's it's one of those things where it's like, it's a controlling thing. It's their baby. You know what I mean? And. I think if you understand where you fit in the puzzle and you might have to hire someone or you might might have to go into partnership mm. with someone to take it to that next level. Yeah. I'm I'm in agreement with that if you understand that you can't hold all yeah. the pieces in the puzzle. Yeah. But it's Look, it's, we, a, it's a it's a tricky one. We've had two really strong last two episodes, right? And they they've probably been up there with a couple more. But People, yeah. No, but the last two with the... Sorry, not the last the last one. The last two before that. The Elon Musk ones, right? He's a great example. He's, so, a, he's not out there no, like this is talking what about Neuralink. So and we this had, is how you do it, guys. Those he's, two episodes were, were, were really strong. However, it was very much opinion-based. What we think about the whole thing because we don't know what... Neuralink it, looks like, right? No, I don't think no, many We don't even know what it do. physically looks like. Now, it wouldn't be a smart idea for him to go and make that open source. Well, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Well, this it is wouldn't. what I'm saying. I, I'm, playing, I, I I'm playing... I don't... I do not think it would be a smart idea for him I'm to playing make devil's open source advocate and here, talk right? about how you can go and make it, download it, use it, make it on a 3D printer and go and do it, right? That would would not be a good idea in his, his case. In he his has case. something that is very unique. Yeah. He's a smart guy. Yeah. He works exceptionally hard and deserves what is about to come. Okay. As far as all the benefits that are about to come from his life, right? Because he puts the effort in. So he deserves to hold on to that and he should hold on to yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. And shouldn't be putting it out there for free for everybody to get. 
right? I, I'm yeah, go keep. So going. I think it's important in those cases, and it's it is it does have a. I wouldn't say it's everybody case by case, but it kind it's of either is. industry case by case by case, and then in some instances, if someone's got a unique idea. Yeah, but they've got the skills to execute on it. If they really got the skills, if they're a dreamer and they come up with an idea every five minutes, like oh, you know, I came up with that idea, and you, oh, if I did it, I'd be rich right now. It's like shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> you would not because yeah. if you would have, you would have done it yeah. right. If you know how to do it, go and execute it. But there's some people that actually have a lot of skills. They can come up with the idea, they can turn it into a business, they can advertise it, they, they can, can build hire it, the right they can people. make it, they can hire the right people. They deserve everything that they got. Yeah, and I agree with you. And I think those people should be holding on to that. Let's they, pl- I'm going to play a little bit of a devil's advocate here. I agree with everything what you said. But let's just say Elon Musk decides he wants to take Gary Vee on as his, uh, uh, not mentor, but like business guider of, of some sort. You would almost know 100% that Gary Vee would be, let's, let's document everything here. Let's get inside Tesla's headquarters and document everything and put it out I, there. I don't think so. I think he It'd would. It would be document the journey every day, but you wouldn't be walking through the factory looking at aisle 72, line 14. No, no, he would And looking at how it's it's structured to the millimeter because that's where the magic happens. Where, but where I'm getting at he is... He wouldn't be doing that. No, he wouldn't I, be doing that, but he would be documenting it. It'd be documenting it. Yes. The doors would be open. But that's the that steps one to seven. Yeah, He's but not then... Showing okay, eight, this, is, this, is, this is full meta. We're coming back around to it. One steps one to seven for those who see steps one to seven, but there might be, and it very well could be another Elon Musk out there. They very, they probably would be, but he's just not in that right space that got him to where the level. Yeah. He might be in the same level of genius as Elon Musk, yeah. and he might be there sitting and watching Gary V's video of Elon Musk's breakdown and um, and behind the scenes. Yeah. See one to seven, and then the light bulb goes off and goes, oh shit, I know what 8, 9, and 10 is. Yeah. That's the IP I'm talking about. Okay. <clears throat> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, if you go and look that's, at the That's movie- why I kept saying with the 1 to 7 of, ten, of tennis elbow, lateral epicondylitis, some will know 1 to 7. Most worst, most won't know what 8, 9, 10 is, but then there's the 8, 9, 10 that go, oh, there's a there's a very few percentage of those that, that go- click it and go and take it. That's right. Yeah. But is that the, if that person's able to see 8, 9, and 10, yeah. are they not the person with the golden suitcase at the door that just knocked? I don't know. They could be. They could be. And if they rode with it and took it another level and were being a pure, are they And then all of a sudden, Elon Musk's anyway? got a competitor, you know, some guy called- Aslatech or something. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's it's like, and it wouldn't have happened if he hadn't documented it. Yeah, because he didn't need to. So if you if you remember, you've watched the movie The Social Network, right? Yes, the, that's a really <coughs> good movie, right? I think it's an exceptional movie. I think it's a. It, we're talk, that's a perfect movie. We should have brought that up if, as well. If so, for example, those those two were they like twins, twins or twin brothers yeah, yeah. in that dorm room? They come with the saying, concept. They got an idea. Yeah, but Zuckerberg is a smart guy. In many aspects, he's an excellent coder, so he can write code. But he needed a concept. He, he, yes, but he was he was a smart... And I don't think we'll ever know exactly how it all played out. However, if you just base it off what was in the movie, mm-hmm. which you're all talking just by that, right? I'm just mentioning yeah. that part. He's, he's a very smart coder. He's a smart guy. He's got the skills to do that. He knew what people wanted. He's good with people, so he understands what behaviors and stuff are. He yeah. asks the right questions. He's willing to get the teams on and do the work, whatever his structure is. So... In that instance, he had the skills to ride with what he did, right? Mm-hmm. Someone had an idea, but they didn't have the skills to execute it the way they did. He was all around real good, yes. right? Um, it's the same thing with Apple. Again, though, That in that model, you have Wozniak and Jobs, yeah. right? 
wasn't actually a smart guy. Still around, like he's, he's but good job, at his tech. Jobs was the, but the Jobs inventor, was he the was creator. able to create something and make it the philosopher. The whole idea of make it beautiful, right? Yeah. He really drove that. But he was also he was also good with like the the other techie side of stuff a little yeah. bit too. But he knew it was a more of a visionary because Apple's not just just about the product. You're really buying. That's not what they're trying to sell. They're yes, buying they, into the brand. They don't go, oh, this, this. they make the computer chip. Everything has to look beautiful. The board has to look beautiful. The chip, the way they break down the images of the computer, pull the parts, you look at it, it looks beautiful. That's what they sell really well. Yeah. So I think <clears throat> I think my point would be that if... If Zuckerberg... But if Zuckerberg didn't come across those two twins with all the knowledge... And you know, to, for it to become Facebook, it needed him anyways. Mm-hmm. And it's highly likely that these twins would have never, ever taken it off to that level. So they needed each other. Mm. Okay. But the concept was there yep. to be taken. Yes. And he took it and rode with it. Yep. You know what I mean? But if and someone's I'm, already got a viable business and they've got IP, it's very different to just start giving that out. Yeah. I think there are other things that they can give out because it's not the <clears> initial <throat> stages of an idea. It's already yeah. there. Sorry. <coughs> what wouldn't what wouldn't be smart now is if 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 Facebook turned around and said, "Here's our open source code. This yeah. is our Facebook site. Of course, go yeah. and make your own." No, that definitely would not, not happen. But no. that's the same thing about giving away IP. Yes, he doesn't need to be documenting the journey around. This is all the code behind it, and this is what we're doing. Yeah, talk about the day in life of a CEO. Show yeah. us your boardroom and take us into a few meetings. Mm-hmm. That's different because then people are looking at the but trying to sell the idea. But when you sign up to Facebook, you're not signing up to Zuckerberg. You sign up to Facebook. Yeah, right. Yeah, but. With someone who's getting treatment from someone in a mm-hmm. situation like you, for example, mm-hmm. it's not just about the treatment there. And eventually, people would gravitate towards you as a, a as a therapist because mm-hmm. you're very good at what you do. You're very likable. The conversations you have add value to their life. Your there, there could be a very, there could be a lot of things that feed into the treatment that other people simply cannot give. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think those type of things need to, to be retained. But if taught. It wouldn't if, be the same. It may not be the same, but it bloody hell come close, especially if I've, if I've got anything to do with the actual teaching aspect. But anyways. I, I guess you wouldn't know until the, the time eventually comes. I and think it, and it is very industry dependent. And the reason, is. like, <clears throat> I, I've often thought about going online, starting my own, like, blog or some sort of, like, a consultancy thing on the side or whatever it is. Yeah. Where I pretty much teach everything I know about what I do day-to-day in my type of job. Not company-specific, just a skill set that I have. Yeah. Around quality <clears throat> systems, maintaining it, process improvement. Yeah. Um, you know, driving quality in something. You know, how to fix something when it goes wrong. Just the whole quality st- side of stuff. I could go online and give it all out for free. Yeah. Be completely fine. Because what happens is when someone gets hired, they're not hiring. Yes, they're hiring for that knowledge. Mm -hmm. But for a company, they're also hiring the risk that that person would be able to wear and minimize with that person's skill set. So you can pretty much give away your stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's okay. Because no one's going to be able to go, oh, well, we'll just take it and ride with it. Yeah. Because if they have to have a person to be able to do that, just like the pipe thing with the plumber, to yeah. save the time. Yes. And that plumber can wear the risk because if the drain breaks, well, it's on them. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? So I think it, it is a little bit industry-specific and person-specific. It very much is so. To contrast what you what you just said, like I agree with that. But at the same time, I think there has to be a little bit, not so much awareness of whether I should or should I give this um, IP away, is understand where you where you are at that specific time of your career 
Like yeah. what level are you at? Yeah. And does that level meet where you are financially as well? I think as that I think that plays a huge part. Yeah. Like I think people like ultimately this is my opinion. I think people like Kevin Hart and Gary Vee and all that give away their ideas is because they've financially not only secured themselves but they secured the generations of the the Hart and the Vaynerchuk uh, names. Yeah. Like for their kids, grandkids, great grandkids. Yeah. So there's no concern about retaining wealth. Yes. So I think it's good, all good and well to give, but understand where you are as well Yeah. In on that totem pole and kind of execute from One there. One last thing I'd say is, do you think that, that your skills now, if another person in the next 15, 20 years comes along with extra ideas, could transform it even further into something Possible, good. 100%. Then I think in situations like that, there could be value in allowing others to eventually dip into that and see how far they can take it. Oh, Because that's contributing. Not just you, just in general. No, no, I, I, I'm 100% I agree with that. that's what's potentially important. Because I, I also learned from other people as well, exactly, other mentors. Yeah. So, so I'm only, I'm collaborating, I'm, uh, what's the word? Um, collating yeah. two philosophies or in my case three philosophies and put it into one yeah. and i'm i'd be silly to think that there's no one out there that's doing a better yeah, job because you're me. very aware of that. that's why you yeah. ask all the questions and this is a good topic to talk about whereas there's some people out there who'd be like nah it's mine it's the best way nothing's ever no, gonna do that's, it that's, 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 that's so a wrong way to look it's at the wrong it way to do it. whereas if, if you know if you know the golden recipe for a, you know a certain cupcake and you're like nah i'm gonna hold the ingredients to the grave right yeah. then <clears throat> the recipe will go and eventually just die away. Whereas if someone can take it and transform that into the next level, you're part of the origin story. You're part of the origin story. And I think you're adding it and your name will go down. I think that's an important thing. Plus you're just contributing to the overall growth. And it it goes back to what we were saying, understanding what piece of the puzzle we are in this philosophy. Yeah. And not having an ego big enough to think that you're the man or the woman or whatever it is. Um, It's more a case of where do I fit in? And like I said, I would be silly to think that I'm the greatest and the best. Yeah. There's there's someone out there, hundred percent, or there's yeah. someone that's coming through that's will is just just needs a, a little bit of an inch to become 10, 20 times better yeah. than what I'm doing. So I think in kind of wrapping it, if if someone has an idea or an IP or they're into something and they know it's a, a, a viable thing that continue and they're thinking about sharing more of it, letting people know more of it or whatever it is, there's probably a couple of things. One if you if you think that it can be grown more because somebody else can add value to it and for the greater good expand it grow it share it and develop it even better go for it go for it yes if you think that you've got an idea but you're very aware of your capacity of how much you can grow it and yeah. you're probably hitting that ceiling where you're like look I just I just don't, I don't have the skill set to take it to the next level all the resources but it's a really good idea and someone else should do it yes, yes. it's probably a good idea um if you know it's your bread and butter and doing so, nobody, someone else can potentially come along, bastardize it, but you know you've got a unique skill that's going to be able to drive it further in its stages now. Mm-hmm. And if you give it away, it could potentially shut down your livelihood almost the next day. No. no. Keep it with you. Um, I think you're probably safe in those regards. Yeah. That's what I would, if I was in that situation. That's what I thought. You wrapped it up really well there. Thank you. You came around. You did really well. <laughs> it just hit me again. Yeah, no, that's, that's what I was thinking. No, no, it's good. That's. I think I, I wanted to. I wanted to. I kind of knew we've had this conversation before in the past. Yeah. And I think we broke it down fairly well and gave different you know aspects of it. Uh, I feel like this was going to be a good podcast to share with people, especially if those who are 
baking cakes and they've got a different recipe than everybody else or if you're an electrician you got some master board or you might very well be a therapist as well or a scientist whatever this little spark now i feel like i want to start like a an airplane gliding company or something random that's the uh multi-potential no, i just felt like i need to just completely change my entire life right now <laughs> did i have you been for real no i'm serious are you serious this is how my brain goes jesus I like you, have a you catch me off guard reflect, all the time i'm just that- like for I real, you, you, you I need like to do something dramatic. I still still around writing whatever I do, but I need to do something real dramatic right now, <laughs> like super dramatic. I need to start something completely fresh. Not being royalty is good enough for you. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, like something super dramatic where I'm just like, I feel inspired to just I don't know what it is. Where create. Yeah, like I want to create something right now. Sweet. I don't know. That's what it does to me. Man. It's good. That's how my brain. I feel like I've inspired. Have I inspired you? I think so. I go, well, shit. If I'm, I, look, I, to be honest, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see that coming from you. But if you feel inspired, I'm, I um, it's a strange thing. Like, I'm, it's, I'm happy. It's like, I'm, yeah, like, honoured actually. By like, I get juiced by like if there's like something potentially new that you can like create or do or like shake something up. Like, I don't think there's ever anything new. I think there's a base to everything. Yeah. I always use the analogy of pizza. I mean, start a new project. Oh, okay. But I was going to say, I always use the analogy of a pizza. Yeah. A pizza's always going to have some form of dough, yep. gluten-free if you like. Um, I don't recommend it, but uh, <laughs> a, pizza dough, a pizza dough if you like, it's going to have some form of a tomato base and the toppings are up to you. Unless but the base is always... Unless someone makes a burger out of the pizza. That's just America in you. <laughs> that was a sick meme. I remember you shared that meme. That was so good. You should. So, oh, was it again? Have you ever seen something so violently American? It was so good. <laughs> it was like a, a pizza stack with chips, steak. I can't wait um, to get it, yeah. A donut or something. Anyways. I can't wait to get We uh, went off track again, as we do, but we're back on, and we are going to uh, wrap this bad boy up. And I think so. Uh, if you guys have found value in this... I'm honored and if you've got input if you think that we are full of crap or you completely <laughs> agree with us shit like share it please that I'd, I'd love I'd love you know a, what I'd really I'd like? love a back and forth I'd really I know you're gonna say debate I don't want to debate no 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 I okay. don't want to debate I hate debating if someone's listened to our show and you absolutely you just listen to us you're like I can't stand, stand those you fucking suck. Aussies they're just if you fuck. are if you are like the hater of the show I fucking <laughs> want to know who you are I want a hater Okay, you, this is something you don't. Under, no, you just, no, look, you're no, just like, no, why would I, you want that for us? No, why no, are you no. Doing I'm this not saying us? I want that for us. I'm just like, I'm like, I don't know if I could be bothered entertaining. It's a hater, not about but entertaining. I just want to know who they are. So okay, I can take a photo, enough. stick it on the back of my door, and look at them every time we record the podcast, and be like, "This is for you, bitch." <laughs> 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 I'm just, just weird. bring you back I'm around. Just weird like that. Um, yeah. So if yeah. If you're a hater, go for it. Let us let us know, I guess. And uh, if if you're a lover of the show, tell most us how, importantly, if you're a lover, tell tell us tell us how much we're great. Yeah. And uh, on that note, um, is there anything else you wanted to add? That's it, man. Thanks right. for uh, thanks for having me at this uh, crack of dawn this early in the morning. <laughs> hey, at least you go go back and you still got you literally got your day ahead of you. Yeah, wife is getting her hair done today, so I'm gonna have all the keys at home. Nice. So that'll keep me busy for a few hours, oh. Oh. and uh, probably knock out doing the edit of this show and. Enjoy. I got a long weekend this weekend. Do you really? Uh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Good. Monday off. Nice. Super excited. It's my daughter's birthday. Of course. You know. Yep. So she's going to uh, celebrate her birthday on Monday. Is so. she having a cheeky day off from school? Oh, wait, should we mention that on the podcast? Well, you already did. 
And we can't pretend and say, well, she's sick, she's having a sick day, because you can't say anyone's sick these well, days. you kind of said you're, you're having a day off. You, but, you, but you said you had a day off on her birthday. Listen, man, she'll be doing some home learning. Okay. It's not like she hasn't done it before. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that, that'd be nice. I'm looking forward to a long weekend. All right, sweet. Okay, on that note, guys, journeytoriver.com, if you want to tell us how beautiful we are, that'd be great. Um, or how ugly we are, whatever you want. Or you can just take a knee. <laughs> Bend the knee. <laughs> Episode 36, Journey Forever. <laughs> See you later, everyone. Ciao. Bye. I've got another five episodes left of uh, season six. I think. Five five or six. Of Vikings five. Yeah. Season six. I started to watch another. Did you finish it? What? The season six? Or part B, whatever, part A, whatever it was. Part A, I finished it. You finished it? Yeah. yeah. I haven't watched the second one yet because I'm not out. You know, what the, you know what I do? It's weird. I don't know why I do it, but like every time I finish watching an episode of Vikings, yeah. I become very... Um, like you know how like, back in the day they're all very philosophical they they gather around people watch me talk yeah. and they start like they become very inspirational all of a sudden <laughs> they're like they've got a crowd and they're talking about things yeah. like i come downstairs and i'll be like all of a sudden i'm like i don't know i become like this philosopher we're going to the garden <laughs> join me with your shuffles <laughs> join me with your shuffles bring your tools we'll fix a hedge <laughs> Honestly, come I on, get, noble son. It's like, child, child, come with me. <laughs> I don't know why I get like that, and it kind of fades, fades out, and then I'm like, oh, I'm normal again. I gotta start, like, I gotta stop. <laughs> I gotta watch it at night. Oh, man. All right, man. Oh, we're gonna go. Later. All right, see you, man. Bye.